0: Welcome to Adventures of an Entrepreneur with Bruce Bright Jr. Join the journey to become a successful entrepreneur with someone who's learning from experts and diving deep into the decision making within his own
1: business. Welcome to Adventures of an Entrepreneur. Today I'm talking to one of my friends. He's one of my teammates. He's also at my college, Trevor Byron. He's been doing entrepreneurial stuff since age of 13, which is super impressive. He's in all over the place. He's in stocks. He's selling shoes, selling clothes. Just recently started his own clothing brand, which is going super well. He's got some really exciting stuff going on. Uh, Let's dive into it with Trevor Byron. Well, thanks for coming on.
0: Yeah, of course. Anytime, man.
1: Yeah. So what was the... First of all, let's, let's talk about how old you are, just to give some people some perspective.
0: So um, I just turned 19 this, this, well, last August, but coming on 20 this upcoming August. So sophomore in college, I've been doing entrepreneurial stuff, i say, since 13, 12, maybe,
1: around there. Yeah, damn, that's really impressive. So what was your first, like, entrepreneurial experience when you started making some real money? So...
0: I was with a group of friends back in like, I think this was sixth grade and we'd all go to the mall and we'd all like look at, you know, shoes on the shelf, Jimmy Jazz, Hibbets. And I remember I really wanted this pair of what the LeBron 11s when they came out. It was like, you know, the grail for a middle school kid. And we used to, if you're an OG sneakerhead, like all these people in this culture used to sit with camping chairs in a parking lot for eight, 10 hours to get the shoe And, um, me and a group of friends went, I mean, geez, was probably 12 hours we waited and it was like at night in little tents and I'm 13 years old with some of my friends and I got the shoe and I was like, this is great. You know, my size, I'm gonna wear it. I walked outside and a guy offered me double what I paid. So immediately I was like, I'm taking that. I took it, went right back in the line, got another pair, Boom, 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 eight pairs made like, you know, flipped everything. And that was it. That was my first time. I was like, oh my goodness, there's some real money in this. And I'm 13, 14.
1: Damn. That's crazy. So, so how did it evolve from doing that yourself to kind of what you got going today? Cause I mean, if you follow you on social media, you're, you're always got some stuff for sale. I know you've got an eBay.
0: Yeah. So, um, I'd say around that age, you know, I really didn't have a social media presence, you know, like Snapchat. I didn't have any of that. And that's the big, big one. Now I have a lot of views for, um, selling on stories, eBay, but I really started with me and my friends went to these events and they're called sneaker cons. Um, they didn't happen this year because of COVID, but you go and you, I mean, my mom would take us in a Cadillac suburban. We'd have eight of my friends going in two cars. We'd set up a booth and it'd be all these shoes we got locally from kids who were on our team, all that. And we'd flip them at these events and split the profit. So that's how it started was just going to in-person events, you know?
1: Damn. So you started doing that and I see you got a lot of clothes on your social medias too. So yep. when did you start getting into the, you know, start spreading so, from shoes and like fashion?
0: So like when I was younger, I really, you know, I didn't really care how I dressed. It was just, I got a pair of Jordans on or I got a pair of, you know, you know, clean shoes on. I was a, you know, we yeah. wore a um, basic polo outfit to school when I went to school at, so I wasn't too worried about that. But I'd say when I went to high school, it was like, you know, everybody had different styles of fashion and they kind of went hand in hand. So if you sold sneakers, I knew some friends that were like, Hey, I'm selling these t-shirts or these hoodies and you can flip into sort of, you know, the same thing. And even at the events, you're allowed to sell, you know, t-shirts and hoodies and designer stuff. Some of the stuff is crazy priced, but you can even flip some of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And now you, now you sell that pretty regularly
0: Yeah, now I really have expanded to, you know, everything from shoes, handbags. I do uh, purses, all that stuff. And there's money in a lot of that stuff because you can get it. Not only can you flip it, but it's hard to get from all these different areas for retail. And I have friends, you know, in France or uh, let's see, I have some friends over in Seoul, Korea, and we just kind of like networked over the years, meeting at events. And I'm able to get certain items that people can't get in the U.S., you know.
1: Damn. That's crazy. I was going to ask you where you get all this stuff. Cause yep, I mean, some of the before. stuff you see is like, is some stuff you don't see often. Yep,
0: yep. So, um, I have some friends, I'd say like my number one guy I use is in France and that's more, of you know, high end Italian leather. Um, I got a pair of Dior ones, the low tops, and those were from the Paris store. And, um, I've had a couple friends in Miami, New York, and I've visited up there regularly in the summers, but since COVID's happened, we haven't been able to, you know, travel or do much.
1: Wow. And you met those guys at the sneaker cons?
0: Sneaker cons and all these events, including, you know, some YouTubers is really how it started. I've always contemplated making my own YouTube, but that's something I'm working on. But um, a lot of these guys have a massive, massive
1: following. Yeah. So you just networked with the right people and
0: yep, with the right people. And I mean, once you text uh, one person leads to another, he's like, Hey, my friend's here. If you want to do this and they can send me shipments of 20 to 40 items at a time, you know?
1: Yeah. That's crazy. So recently I've been seeing, and a lot of entrepreneurs are going, uh, like big entrepreneurs. Like I seen Gary V talk about it, but it's sports cards. Sports cards. you're big That's into hard. that. I, but just explain that whole, like, how you got into that and, like, just the, in general, yeah. the industry.
0: So, I'd say I didn't get into sports cards. I've always, like, you know, had them when I was a kid. Maybe, you know, like, have a pack or two. I feel like everybody has some old sports cards. Yeah, i got some. House, you know? Yep. And I didn't really remember, like, ripping any when I was a kid. I was like, maybe I just had them, you know? But when I went to college last year, I saw a lot of my friends were starting to open these basketball boxes, you know? I was like, message them is like, hey, what's this? And he's like, give me a call. So it's like, check your Target, your Walmart to see for these basketball boxes. So I ended up going with a few of my friends at Birmingham last year and just stocking up on these boxes. I opened all of them and they were like $19.99. Now they're like $400, $600 on eBay and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: that's wild. Yeah. yeah. But so I mean,
0: it's just honestly getting into it. I mean, I use Facebook and a lot of people are like, you're 19, you know, like, Facebook, and it's a great networking place. And there's groups that have, you know, 40,000 members trading these cards. And I post up the certain cards I get or flip. And um, I was able to make some investments on LeBron, rookies. Uh, LeBron first year Laker prism, me and Christian at BSC went on on some of those. So it was pretty big. That was a good one since they won the championship. But it's really, you know, those cards that have been skyrocketing are like Jordan, uh, Jordan, Fleer rookies, and crazy, crazy amount of people pay for them.
1: Yeah, I probably should have said this, but Trevor uh, goes to my school. He's on my basketball team, so we've we've known each other for a year, two yeah. two years now. Uh, probably should have opened up with that, but yeah. oh, uh, yeah. so in the with the sports cards, how how like volatile are they, and how do you make money? Uh, like, is so- it depending? I mean, the market obviously is on
0: an uptrend compared to the past 10 years. You have people who've been in it for 20 years who are now multimillionaires who only invested 10 to $30,000 in this market since, you know, just personal collections. But I mean, if you know sports, like, you know, we play basketball and other people, even if you don't know sports, if you just like certain players um, and know the cards to get, you can make major profits. And um, the way they're sold is like, you know, in the box raw so you pull the cards out of packs and you can send those cards in to get graded and if they grade you know on a scale of 1 to 10 the 10 value maybe 10 to 12 times the value of that raw or maybe 8 it really depends but you can have a 10 Jordan rookie and that's 1.2 million compared to a 7 which could be in the 10,000 range so wow being able to differentiate you know between a 10 a 7 you know, by eye is really big. So that's something I've been doing.
1: Yeah. And do they, does the price of the card fluctuate with how the player's doing or is it more like how popular players
0: is? I mean, it depends on if you're on veteran or if you're in actual NBA, you know, the rookie cards are very popular and, you know, Colin Sexton, that was one of my investments because I just, you know, liked him watching him at Alabama and I bought his cards for $8 pop and sold them for 42. Which is better than most stock return, you know. Yeah. And um, so, if you're investing in that, I say it's a little bit more risky because you're investing on how good a player is going to do, and you know you could always have a Derrick Rose situation or you know something like that. So I like the more veteran side of it. LeBron, you know, is going to go down as the top two, three player, maybe one. You never know, but I like that side as the veteran because they're played, they've showed their you know skill rather than a rookie who could get hurt, like Jaws, Zion or the reason it's kind of going crazy, but that's a iffy investment in my opinion.
1: I see. So you plan on kind of going uh, more in depth in sports cards?
0: Yeah, yeah. I do plan on going into, I have some things working up now between me and some friends and uh, we're planning to do some, some big stuff in that market. So, awesome. Yeah. And we have a couple of Facebook groups, I mean, I can send some links as well to you.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. It's de- it's definitely interesting to me. I don't really know about it, and like I think I have like a like a book with the plastic sleeves. Yeah, the like plastic somewhere sleeves in my basement, just somewhere I mean, in my basement. Crazy. I'd have to look. I think
0: the the lack of what people know is like you know how much can I look up this value? We don't know. Like I have these books. Which one am I going to? You know, this card could be worth twenty k, but I have to go through ten thousand to find it. Is it? Yeah. You know, it's kind of time consuming. Uh,
1: and I'm not now. I'm, I'm going to kind of jump around, and it seems yeah. like you're in all, all kinds of stuff because you are. Yep. But this summer, you're posting a lot of stuff on your Snapchat, uh, like stock advice and yeah, yeah, just kind of different stock th- stock, uh, like wins. It's a crazy week
0: for stock this week. Oh um, yeah. As far as you know, all these halts, which I'm not real big into these, you know, pump and dump situations, but um, I actually, you know, got into the market. I'd say. I've always studied it because it's something that intrigued me, you know, Wall Street, you see the movies, but I've really been in depth into it over quarantine when I was at home, you know, waking up and just getting up in the morning and doing pre-market stuff and learning. I did paper trading before I ever did real trading. So, you know, fake money, fake situations, options, and I feel like that helped a lot. So I recommend people before you put, you know, whatever your stimulus check, your, you know, savings, you pull out your 401k, don't do any of that. Start with paper, you know, get a hang for it. And then once you're, you feel comfortable, then you can trade. There's always risk in the market, but I like long-term, you know, 20 plus year holds is what I'm looking at.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's definitely a safer, yeah. it can be a safer way to invest. You were also yep. doing some options at one point. I, I, saw. I do, I do
0: like options. And I say that I like long-term, but so I actually have two portfolios. I have a, um, Uh, td ameritrade for my long term you know because it's more of a secure in my opinion and then Robinhood, you can just pop it up on your phone when you're walking down you know to class and that's the one i play with options on i don't play with a crazy amount but i've made some some pretty good options plays
1: yeah options are really interesting
0: they're fascinating as far as get money quick that's the way to go but if you want long long term i'd say you know dividends and stuff like that
1: yeah All right. And this is what I've been really want to talk to you about is your new company, uh, Awoken Dreams. You're repping the the merch right now.
0: Repping the hat and the the hoodie right now. We're sold out of the hoodie, but the hat's in stock.
1: All right. So tell me what made you think or come up with, I want to start a clothing, a clothing brand.
0: So along, it kind of goes back to originally, you know, when I was starting in the sneaker industry, a lot of my friends would either, you know, if you have a YouTube, you have merch and you drop it in your links and all that. Yeah, And they kept telling me, it's very, you know, not only is it profitable, but it's satisfying. You know, it's fun to make the designs. It's fun to get them. It's fun to see people wearing, you know, something you made. I think that's a very cool thing. So it's been on my mind for about two to three years. I just haven't, A, had the investment-wise opportunity to, you know, be able to sit down and just take that time to just be able to make designs and get actual prints out. And then I felt like my following also on social media wasn't, as good as it could have been. And it's still not, but I feel like I can grow that a lot, but I feel like I had a group of people where I could, you know, release a brand and have people buy it. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And you started with shirts, right?
0: Yep. I started originally, our first drop was a shirt. It was a Reaper design that kind of went, you know, not everybody. And I talked to multiple people, not everybody's gonna, you know, wear that shirt. So it was more of a target audience towards a younger group, you know? kind of started with, I've had some skateboarders reach out for sponsors, you know, yeah. I was, I was into all of that stuff and I really liked the crazy design work and it was a great seller. They sold out. I think I sold over a hundred units, our first drop. So that was a really fun
1: one to make. Wow. That's awesome. And, uh, how many you're on, you just did drop four, I right? Did
0: drop four. Yes. We're working on Valentine's day drop. It'll feature the same design, but two different color t-shirts, just like a little pop-up in between.
1: Awesome, and I like how you're doing it with the the drops. Why, why did you choose to do that rather than so, kind of just opening up a store?
0: I feel like you know limited quantity stuff's cool. So when somebody's like, um, this also correlates back to just fashion in general. You know, it's like if Gucci or not saying Gucci or anything, but Gucci releases you know this section for this amount of time for two months. Everybody wants that T-shirt, but they don't release it again. It's kind of like, I'm in the middle of that. Cause it's like the hoodies, everybody loves these basic logo tie dyes. I'm going to restock those. But my first drop, I was like, you know, I kind of want to make it super limited. Where just the people who are really with me since the first day I opened are going to have this t-shirt, you know? And some people, you know, got all the three colors. And I was like, oh wow, that's great. Like, you know, and I just liked the idea of being able to open and close my store. And right now I'm currently leaving it open. We had a restock of like hats and some canine t-shirts. And basic logo and stuff but I like the idea of having a limited drop and people being able to have you know pieces that I may not release again
1: yeah I like that idea too because it's kind of like some scarcity you're like oh it's open right now I got to get it right now
0: yep yep and it kind of pushes my viewers up on my website as well I've seen you know I've left it open for a couple weeks I've closed it reopened and my re-entry that first day is just through the moon
1: Yeah. When, when is your, when's your next drop drop five Um,
0: next drop? I'm either going to do it. I was thinking I get, I get, a, I have a lot of stuff on the way. I have a couple more hoodies designs, a couple more t-shirts. I'm looking at getting possibly some shorts or like sweat soon, but I'm looking at probably February ish. The first week, I want to be able to get the t-shirts out by Valentine's day. Okay. I'll be posting those designs um, either tonight or tomorrow on my Instagram page.
1: Yeah. You're super active on Instagram, which I think is cool. And you have people like vote on things.
0: Yeah. I think that was really important for me is like, when I like buy clothes off people, it's like, first off the shipping was really big for me. Like people do the pre-sales pre-orders, which is cool if you know what you're getting into, but I've been multiple times. I've bought t-shirts and it takes, you know, a month and a half to come in. I'm like, Oh man, like you, I ordered it and then you made it. Mine are all pre-made, you know, a limited quantity. And once it's gone, I sell out. So some sizes do sell out fast. I've been working on getting some bigger ones, but I really just like the idea of being able to be interactive with the fan base. And I think that helps you grow too. And I answer all my DMS respond to all the comments, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. I think that's super cool. I've got two shirts on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they haven't come in yet, but uh, I'm hyped for them to come in. Yeah. Uh, yep. Oh, so do you see yourself just like diving into this throughout yeah, college, just keep it so keep it rolling?
0: Personally, I, when I started it, using you know, like it's cool to make like just make some teas and stuff in my head. I'm like, okay, I'll start it and see where it goes. And I've recently got some attention of some you know some not people. I mean, I knew Nasier Little. I recently had him rock this hoodie I'm wearing, and after that, I think I had 46 orders that night. And I was, you know, at first I was like overwhelmed. like, oh, I got to pack 46 orders tonight and get them out. Because me, I, I want to get them out the next day. But I had some friends come over and help me. And I was able to, you know, punch that out, which was which was nice. But I've gained some attention from him. And he's kind of led these certain pathways to other people. You know, it's like, hey, DM this uh, person or DM her or him. And you can maybe work with them. And I've actually sent out some packages to some other people i'm waiting on so i'm pretty excited about that
1: yeah bro that's that's an awesome uh like expansion like getting yeah, some big you names know, you know, to wear like nasi little
0: yeah yeah and he wore it to the game which is pretty cool and me and him have been close for a little bit he stayed over at my place my brother played on his younger uh, aau team so i've known him and had that connection and it was pretty cool that he was able to you know help me out with that
1: yeah that's awesome bro yeah. uh so you have like a supplier or are you making all the shirts so stuff?
0: it honestly varies um i have multiple suppliers i have a guy in tampa that used to live here locally really cool guy and i have a shop about five minutes from my house that i actually print some of them myself so with the hoodies i had um they're hand dyed and all that so those weren't hand dyed by me i had my supplier in tampa help it out but all the designs are made by me photoshop psds and then um Screen print, DTG, transfer, all that stuff. I've been trying out different methods to see what I like best. But, uh, man, that's that's awesome. That's exciting, too. Yeah. Screen print's Uh, fun.
1: So, the last thing I kind of want to talk to you about is this Discord group you got going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what it like, just explain a little about what is it and why you um, started it.
0: So, a lot of my friends, I have a, like I said on Facebook, I actually have one of my own Facebook groups uh, for shoes, and we're at, I have a few of them. I have one that's just reached thousand members. That's my new one, and I'm co-partnered in one that has twenty six thousand members. And, wow, uh, that's that's one of my favorite. I've been in there for I think six, going on six years now since I first started, and uh, maybe five years. But a lot of my friends in there, um, I have more Facebook followers than I do on Instagram. So my friends laugh at that when they're like, you know, hey, you have more followers on Facebook. Isn't that like you know an older app? I'm like, no. A lot of these guys from I've been friends with on here selling shoes, but they've been posting this challenge. It's like, bring your, I think it was when the $600 stimulus check came out. It was like, bring your $600 to 10,000 by investing in sports cards, shoes, whatever, whatever you want. Just try to bring that money to 10K by the end of 2021. In my head, I was like, that's, that's really cool. I like to do this stuff for, you know, kind of as my side thing. So I figured I was like, what if we had, you know, what if I have my brother, for example, who's making money? He goes really big on sports cards and he making make a lot of money on that. And I'm really big on shoes, but if we don't know, you know, how to do that together, if we're in a discord talking, maybe we both learn from each other and we can gain a, uh, more experience and more ways to, you know, grow our assets.
1: Yeah. Wait. So it's a, it's just like, uh, a- Kind of a big chat where you just share your yeah. And and stuff. It originally, it started
0: with the six hundred to ten k thing because like that was a like little active challenge on Facebook between me and some friends. It's like I tell everybody, even if you don't have the six hundred dollars or you didn't get the stimulus check or you don't want, you can do ten dollars to hundred or you don't even have to compete in the challenge. We just like to talk, and that's recently this week kind of turned into a. Options uh, stock with all the stuff going on. A lot of people are talking about the stock in there. And I've seen some pretty big gains in that this week. So
1: yeah, it's that's cool. Just cool. Get some
0: members and we all have sections for you know certain things.
1: Yeah, man, that's that's awesome. Uh, so where do you? I know you got a couple more years of college left. So I don't know if you, but you seem like somebody who would kind of plan this out. Yep. Do you see, do you have a plan for yourself after college? Like after you graduate? Yeah,
0: so. Actually right now, like I said, I'm studying, um, or I'm doing this brand and everything, but I'm focused on, you know, finishing my degree and studying up. I want to get a master's in um, MBA. So okay. I'm trying to double major in econ and business admin right now. So I'm taking a few more econ classes this semester, which will be fun. I enjoy those and, um, uh, they're hard, but I enjoy them, <laughs> but I'm doing that. And honestly, as far as like, what I want to be is, um, kind of up in the air right now, you know, I have my own entrepreneurial stuff. So if that goes that path, then I want to follow that, you know, and even if it's not with my clothing brand, I want to continue it for, I feel like I can manage that with school and on the side. So I kind of want to see where that goes. I have some plans this summer, as far as like internships at some places, I've been looking at a um, shop in Miami, one of my friends owns, and he wants me to come down and work there and, you know, kind of get the gist of it. And maybe do a pop-up shop with my brand. That'd be really cool. Yeah, man. So, so that's some yeah. stuff planned for this summer, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see what you do. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't talking about getting a job or anything. I, I was. I was more thinking about oh, what yeah. you had. What you were doing for yourself, because I mean, yeah. you started at 13 and you've been making money for yourself ever since then. I mean, I think. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think you've got think, a lot of things going think, for you. Yeah, like
0: as far as like where I want to be after college is you know, always finding more things to expand into, whether that be, you know, maybe I get bigger into sports cars, or maybe I get lucky with some options and have some money to <laughs> to invest. But I think in general, it's just, you know, doing whatever it takes to, you know, be successful. And I've seen you've been doing the detailing and that's, that's good business.
1: Yeah, we got a, we got a lot going on this spring too. I'm excited. Yeah. Going to add some more services, do some ceramic coatings. Paint correction. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. I mean, hey, you gotta do
0: my car when I come back up there. All right, for sure.
1: <laughs> for sure. I got a discount for you. Nice, nice. Uh all right. I mean, that's that's pretty much all the questions I had for you. Sweet. Yeah. It's it's good talking to you, man. Yeah, it was good
0: talking to you too, man. I'll be up there um this week. I'll be coming out there this weekend.
1: Bet, bet. Yeah. All right. Well let me let me know when you're up here. Sounds good. All right. Appreciate, Appreciate you, it, man.
0: man. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode. Kind of a short one, but I think we hit all the points and I love talking to Trevor. He's got some really exciting stuff coming down the road and I'll make sure to keep updated with him on our social medias. Uh, Please leave a rating and review if you like what we're talking about. If you want to stay up to date on when the new episodes come out, please subscribe and I'll talk to y'all later. See ya.